Hey, welcome in and welcome back from spring break. Gabe DeArmond here with PowerMizzou.com. This is Hanging with Mookie Cooper, episode number nine. We're going to get to the chat this week with the Mizzou wide receiver. In just a minute, we're going to talk about the offseason program, kind of what a football player and the football team is going to do the next few months. But uh, this is episode nine, and all along we have been brought to you here on this show by the Bruning Law Firm. In St. Louis, a personal injury firm started by a father and his his two sons, all huge Mizzou fans, all supporters of PowerMizzou.com, but uh, certainly before that and more important to them, supporters of the University of Missouri, and they were happy to partner with Mookie on this to uh, give you guys a, a little bit better chance to know a St. Louis guy because they want to take care of their St. Louis guys. Uh, the Bruning Law Firm is going to treat you like family. If you've been tr if you've been injured in an accident, you can consult with them. You can get in touch with them at 312-736-7645. Or easier, go to bruninglegal.com. You can uh, do a live chat. I'm looking at it right now. There is a support agent right now. If you need some legal assistance, if you've been injured in an accident, they can handle all sorts of things. So you want to get in touch with them at bruninglegal.com. Appreciate those guys for being partners with us all season or all spring long on this show and uh, also being partners with Mookie Cooper. And uh, we will bring Mookie in right now and let you hear from him. All right, bring Mookie Cooper in now. And uh, Mookie, this is the worst day of the year, man. First day back from spring break. That's as a college student, that, that's the worst day there is. Yeah, uh, you know what I'm saying? We had to get back to that grind. A lot of people, you know, today was fine, though. Today was fine, you know. <laughs> Did, do, uh, I, I, do you get – I mean, are you guys, like, already back? Do you come back and, and work out day one back on campus after spring break, or do they give you a day to kind of get back in the swing of things? No, we had workouts today. Um, we're getting ready right now. We're kind of getting ready for, like, um, preparing, like, combine type stuff so like 40s and um this month we kind of focus on like 40s stuff that basically prepare for the combine so uh today was first day we got after for sure it's probably one of our longer workouts actually but um yeah they ain't really trying to give us no breaks off and all that for real right uh th this show we are going to kind of talk a little bit about the off season and what the next because we've only got a couple shows left with you going to talk about what the next four or five months look like for you guys and, and give fans kind of an idea of what you do uh, in, in that time between the end of spring football and, and the start of fall camp. And first off, I know coach drink has said he likes having spring ball get done early, get done before spring break. So you don't come back and have like four or five practices. It gives everybody time to recover. Do you, do you like having it done this early? See me personally, I do like it, but it's like the only downfall of it is, most other schools kind of already had their spring break. That's really like, uh, outside of football, that's the only thing that really was, you know what I'm saying, the downfall for me. But I like starting early. I like getting finished early because it's like, you know what I'm saying, just getting it out the way. Yeah. Spring break, oh, after like practice 12, 13. So, so the next few months, I mean, like you said, it's mostly you're doing, doing these combine things. You're going to be with your strength coaches a lot. How much actual football do you do between now and, and say, you know, early June when, when everybody gets back for the summer? I mean, it kind of, for right now, it's kind of really on like up to your, your players and probably your leaders on the team to try to 
conduct like drills and stuff to do outside of your workouts with your strength and conditioning coaches? Because right now we kind of really not with our position coaches, not no more team stuff going right now. So really like each leaders of each group kind of take control and set out drills that you might want to do that week just to stay like polished with stuff. But right now in this off season, as far as like football stuff is really all on you and your position group, basically to get that all done. So just you personally, like, are, are you catching passes or working on route running still consistently, like every day? How often do you do that personally? Uh, the whole break. Well, I had got back to Como. I went, I went on break. I was at St. Louis for the weekend. But, like, um, I got back to Como, like, Monday night. But from Tuesday up until we just um, till like, today, that's probably, like, a five-day span. I, try, I caught balls, like, four days. Okay. So are you doing that with – do you get one of your quarterbacks to go throw with you? Or? Uh, I had actually – I had to wait till, um Mako got back in town. He had to get back in town. I was looking for one QB earlier, Justin Como, or something that went to Rockbridge or whatever, but I couldn't find him. But, I mean, as far as now, we're going to try to throw as much as we can. But uh, with Coach Fielder, he really got us on these, like, tennis balls. Uh, tennis balls is real good as far as, like, just developing catching skills or whatever. So – Instead of you don't even need a football all the time, we kind of be working with these tennis balls after lifts. So, yeah. So, uh, how many days a week are you lifting, doing conditioning stuff here the the, ne the next couple months? Uh, we lift we lift around four days a week. Uh, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Wednesday is kind of like a um, we got this thing called Chase Two Dreams, where it's like. Probably gonna have a guest speaker come in, talk to us about some stuff outside of football, stuff like that. And I, we do kind of like a, a recovery day Wednesday. Like we go in with the strength coaches or whatever, but we like roll out, get stretched, like nothing too crazy on your body. That's kind of what that is. So like four days a week, we lift and running with the coaches. Okay. Uh, so I know you guys had, uh, you know, kind of a, a change in strength coach. So, uh, I mean, I don't know how different it is last year from last year because I know that that Coach Russell came in at some point. Is he the main guy that that runs things for you guys in the off season? Oh, he the top dog. He was the one who was here when I got here. Okay. That's who I met. So like for me, it's kind of the same head strength coach. We got a couple like I don't know how they rankings go, or whatever. Right. But I'm in lower level coaches that got switched, but we got like three, four of the same guys from last year. Okay. Okay. How well, uh, how well do you get to know those guys? And like, is it, how important is it to, to kind of get along with those guys with, with how much time you spend with them in off season? Um, to be honest, I feel like the strength and your strength coaches or whatever, I feel like they really shape the team. Like, cause I'm saying like we be with our coaches during the season, but as far as that off season, like you really with your strength and conditioning coaches, like they the ones who like, get that team camaraderie going, getting that, like, discipline, getting that. You know what I'm saying? They get everything really out of the, the coaches as far as, like, getting ready for to go make plays or whatever. So, I mean, you want to get on the right page with your strength coach, but it's like, you know, ain't right with him. They going to really tell your coaches because you really not with your real coaches for most of the offseason. So, like, you messing up, screwing around with them. Don't think you're going to be playing and everything going to be good when you get back to real football. Right. I know that hey, there's different kinds of, of football coaches. You know, some guys are, are loud. Some guys are a little more uh, low key. I've never seen a low key strength coach. Like every strength coach is like oh. screaming like an army drill sergeant. <laughs> and, and if he is, y'all need to fire him. 
<laughs> get cheese when you fire him. Does it get loud in there then? Yes, the music be loud. Everybody be great. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of that's, that, that's just the environment you want to go get the best out of people. You training, you want to be up, be with people who sharing the same adversity with you. You know what I'm saying? That that loud environment just brings the best out of everybody. So, who gets to pick the music? Like, how's that get decided? Is it old guys or? See, like they take suggestions or whatever. But the crazy thing is, Coach Russell he got a playlist, but he really got some heat on there. So like. I can't even like not too many people complain with his uh playlist. So like he got some he got some, you know what I'm saying? He got some music on there. Okay, because I've been to some practices. Like you could tell when it was the day for the 55-year-old white coach to pick the music versus versus maybe some other days. Oh me. Nah, we uh they really take suggestions from our, our playlist is kind of all player voted or they got coaches got some of their own stuff, but they ain't gonna put no like they put music they know that we like too. Like they ain't gonna put no. Yeah. No. <laughs> nobody wants to go lift to easy listening, man. Yeah, nah, man, nah. All right. So, uh, you said uh, you said Wednesday. Sometimes you guys have have guest speakers in, and I know sometimes the the social media people will tweet out like certain people that have have come and talked to you since since you've been here. Have there been any uh, any of those speakers that that came in that either you really remember something they said or or that was the just one guy that that was kind of the the coolest person that came in and talked to the team um i think the coolest thing like this wasn't even like a speaker really but it was like a uh program we went through as a team that i felt like uh really helped us it was called uh oh they gonna be mad i just, i forgot the name of them <laughs> we just did it like a month ago maybe oh ah uh, Whatever it's called, it's called, yeah. Yeah, dang, I swear, I, I love y'all. I, I appreciate everything I did if y'all ever see this video or whatever. But, uh, dang, I straight forgot. But they was basically, it was like a group of six old ex-military fighters. Um, They either were like in the military, they was in the Navy. A whole bunch of Army dudes that was bald, big, neck super fat, um... One one of um, just crazy. They some real crazy dudes, but we went through like this crazy training. Like, it was, they whole purpose was to build like stronger teams and um, like leadership with each other. Whatever. It wasn't no football. We didn't do no football. It was two days. We didn't do no football. They didn't teach us how to get fast, how to get stronger, how to catch better. None. It was all just simple drills. You would think was so easy, but it was like you had to do it how the military do. You know how the military everybody kind of got to be on the same page. So like, say if y'all doing sit-ups, everybody got to raise up at the same time, count at the same time, go down at the same time. So we was doing stuff like that. And if one person mess up, we all had to start over. You couldn't yell at them. You had to learn how to talk without yelling. You had to learn how to give clear instructions, like stuff like that. And I think that's really what's probably one of the best things that they had come through for us. Yeah. And that's, I mean, I've been at a lot of, a lot of practices where like everybody's got to make a certain time or something. Dude, you don't want to be the one guy that that makes everybody run again at the end of the practice. That, that's the worst. Man, I say it came up. I think I want to say it's called the program. That's what I was thinking, but I didn't want. But I think I really think it's called the program. I, I mean, the beauty of it is you can tell us all that's what it's called, and we don't know if you're wrong. So just say it, man. Say it with confidence. We'll the they go to a whole bunch of schools. They work with a lot of schools and um, a lot of sports teams. They worked at I think they said women's basketball volleyball i think but they they 
it's pretty good. I like it. Okay. Okay. So you mentioned women's basketball. I got to ask you one basketball question because we're taping this Monday night about, about two hours. Uh, one of your St. Louis guys is, is about to take the floor in the national title game. I, I saw Luther tweeting about him. Uh, you know, you, you guys all kind of stick together and follow each other all over the country. Don't you? Yeah. Uh, she love finna get it in tonight. For sure. But I mean, even if Caleb love isn't playing for North Carolina, you're at Missouri now you would have to be rooting for North Carolina because you cannot sure. go to Missouri and root for that other team, right? Oh, for sure, for sure. It, it, tell me, like, I grew up in Kansas City. That was Missouri's big rivalry. Is Missouri and Kansas were never even in the same conference, really, once you probably started paying attention to sports and you grew up on the other side of the state. Is that still a thing that, like, guys no. your age care about? See, like, you talking about it right now, but, like, I have no clue nor care about, like, the Mizzou Kansas thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a root for anybody if they in St. Louis. Like, right now, this is the championship. That's a big stage. Damn, like, that's a big stage. So I'm, a, I'm gonna be real for them for sure. I just ain't, I just can't put no money on it. Right. Which, uh, so who do you guys view as, as like the rival? Is, is Arkansas a rival, or is, is that the game? Yes, they, there are people who, who would love to beat every year. You're not gonna say it's a rival, but. No, we would love to beat them every year. We take great pride in that game. So, uh, other than that, I mean, I don't, I don't really know too many rivals. I say everybody a rival for real. Like, I really hate losing. So it's like we step on the field. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. I know every every school has a game they call a rivalry. But I'm just curious since yeah, it'd be Arkansas. Yeah, since you were in, uh, since you were at Ohio State for a year, is all the stuff true about like? That week, you, there's no M's in the in the the building and all that, or is that all made up? Yeah, it was no M's in the building the whole year. First off, right? Like, yeah. like every year when I first got there, we had to do like after every workout, we had to do these push-ups. It's called team up. I, I think it was called team up North push-ups, but I know every day like after the workout, they had a clock. Like no matter what game, it, this whole season could be coming up. You could be playing Alabama first game. But it's a clock going around the building. It's a countdown to the de- the day they played Michigan. So like every day after the workout, I think we started. I first got there. It was like two hundred. I think we like at two hundred age. We got to do push ups, sit ups, at any all type of ab stuff at the end. But you count to two hundred or whatever. And if and if most of the freshmen be the ones that mess up. So when I got there, like if a freshman messed up, you had to start over or whatever. But they take that real serious up there. It's street signs. Street signs on campus, even some off campus. I got an X over if it started him. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, I, I know that that's definitely one of the big ones. So, uh, so you got what two less than two months left here, right? About about six seven weeks of conditioning and then in classes. Then do you get a break at all after that, or or I mean, do you get to go home for a week? Uh, I think I think we do get a little week. Like um, they just sent us a schedule. We got a schedule right before spring break. I think we do get like probably like a seven day, six day. Some it's a it's a break for show mm-hmm. at the end of the school year, just like right as soon as like classes end. Cause like whenever your final it's a week of finals, some people don't have finals all the way to Friday. So like whenever you done your finals or whatever, you can leave. But I think it's like at least a six day, but it could be like eight or nine, depending on whenever your finals were done. But we get a little window break for show. Okay. So I, I know that uh, a lot of athletes they 
you kind of line up your classes. Do you guys all kind of line up your classes so that, hey, fall semester is maybe the easier things and then classes that you think might be a little bit tougher you're taking in the, in the spring and the summer when, when you don't have quite as much going on? That is exactly how I go. Like, you know what I'm saying? Me personally, like, I used to be good at math, but math kind of got harder in college. So it's like, I never take math. I normally always take math in the summer. Like, that's always a thing for me or whatever, because it's just like, I need more time. I need more be focusing on homework or whatever, stuff like that. But they always try to work with you around whatever is best for you with our academic people to um, fit your schedule right. Yeah, what what is the the academic support? Like, I know back in the day, there used to be study halls and stuff. Do you guys still do that, or is it all individual? Hey, when you need when you need something, you go in. Everybody got like mandatory tutors. So like, after a while, you know what I'm saying? As a freshman, they gonna have everything strictly strictly mandatory. You just got to college, they want to, you know what I'm saying? Even if you feel like you don't need, they gonna have a mandatory. But like, as you get older, improve yourself, or whatever, they might take some tutors away. But it's always study hall. They're seniors with tutors. There's study hall, tutoring. You know what I'm saying? They constantly texting you all day. That's probably the most annoying thing is um text messages from them. But uh, yeah, they they always there. They always got support. And even if you don't got tutors or whatever, if you you can always go up there and somebody can help you with something. Yeah. Um hey, do that. I mean, are there people that like checking in, making sure you guys all go to class and everything? Is that still a thing? Like, I mean, you, you might be lucky, you know what I'm saying? If, if they don't come to your class that day, but it's a hundred students, but there is people like, cause some teachers will snitch on you and pay, they know like kind of who, what football players are in the room. They could tell on you, but they try to keep an eye out for the most part if you go into class, right? You know what I'm saying? You might not even know it, but. <laughs> but. I, I would have been, I would have been bad at being an athlete in college. And I mean, I wasn't right. athletic enough, but beyond that, 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 that sounds no good, man. But, uh, but uh, I know you guys have, have pretty, pretty strict regimented schedules and all that. I mean, do you get, do you feel like this time of year you get any more free time? You've got some time to, to kind of go do what you got, what you want to do. Uh, yeah, I say, um, cause right now it's like, you, we didn't have, we know we had six and we had 6.45 meetings in the morning during spring ball. So it's like, that's out the gate already gone. Unless you work in a six o'clock group, you got a six o'clock lift group, but then more like freshmen or injured people or whatever. So it's like, um, get to sleep in. That's first important. You get to sleep in more. But then my day kind of end probably like 45 minutes earlier than it was in spring ball. Like, it's kind of around the same time I'm like getting home or whatever, but I'm not like as tired. I'm not as drained. I'm not like, you know what I'm saying? Like spring ball is just a long day. You're waking up early, trying to get a nap in between these hours, trying to prepare for remembering what plays is going like, you know what I'm saying? It's just too much back to back to back. But right now you kind of know what's coming up. You know, you're doing the same stuff. You can get in a real good, good schedule. When, when you when you make out your schedule, are you a guy that's like, hey, I want to get everything done, morning classes, stuff like that? Or are you like, nah, I'll start about 2 o'clock and do it later in the day? I mean, I be trying to, like, get stuff done for the most part early. But, like, I'm a, I'm a dude that, like, need naps. Like, yeah. if I during the day, like, they be like, what's wrong? Why are you looking like that? Like, I'm tired, bro. Like, I, I need <laughs> I need some sleep, but I mean, I try to get most stuff done. Uh, it really only be homework that I be needing to really get done early. 
So like if, if it ain't homework, then I kind of be chilling for real. Like I don't be having too much going on outside of football and homework. Yeah. Last thing, speaking of homework, is there, I mean, I know football is almost kind of like another class, right? But I, I mean, are you, do you guys have stuff even during this time of year where it's like, Hey, you gotta be, you gotta be looking at the playbook and you gotta be just kind of keeping your mind fresh on, on that part of it too. We just had me, I just had a meeting today. Like we still going over route saying, and like, it's a, it's a, it's a limited time block that we get to meet with our coaches or whatever, but we still talking about routes and stuff from spring ball. And so they, they staying on top of that. All right. Good deal. Well, Hey man, I know you're going to go watch a guy in the, in the game tonight. So I want to make sure you, uh, you get time to do that. And, and I want to gear everybody up and, and say that, that you went ahead and gave the go ahead that it was okay to have your mom join us on our last show next week. So I know there's people out there looking forward to that, man. Booster's mom will be live in effect. <laughs> All right, Mookie. Thanks a lot, man. Have a good week. Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, teased it a little there at the end, but you guys asked for this. Uh, Mookie Cooper's mom is all over Twitter, social media, big Mizzou fan, always promoting not only her kid, but the team and all that. So uh, we checked in with her last week when Mookie was home on spring break. Mookie said, it's cool. I'm good with it. So she's going to join me and Mookie on our last show next Tuesday. Um, and uh, definitely want to want to thank Mookie for doing this and, and thank again the Burning Law Firm for being a part of it and, and really making this whole thing happen. This was our first venture into it. Uh, Mookie certainly has, has been a, uh, a very good subject, a, a good guy to do this with the first time around. I think he's been entertaining and giving you guys a look into kind of the life of a college football player at Missouri. And that doesn't happen without our friends at the Burning Law Firm, a personal injury firm in St. Louis that will Look out for all of their clients and treat them like family. Take care, take the absolute best care of you. And hey, if you deserve some compensation, uh, if you were injured in an accident, if something happened and someone else is at fault and, and you deserve to be reimbursed for that, the Burning Law Firm is going to do everything that they can to make that happen for you. Uh, they're not only going to take care of you, but if you're a Mizzou fan, hey, they're big Mizzou fans. We always just ask. Hey, give give our people a shot first. We're all here for the same reason. You guys love Mizzou, so to, so do the Burnings. Uh, father and his two sons started the firm. They all are big Missouri Tiger fans and certainly want to do their best by you if you would give them your business. So you go to BurningLegal.com. You can go to 312 or you can call 312-736-7645, either of those places. But if you go to BurningLegal.com, you can do a live chat. Um, a agent will come up there and you can kind of get started on the process of, of kind of looking into your case and uh, you know, how they might be able to help you and, and go about you recouping some of the things that you may have lost in an accident. So once again, BruningLegal.com. We thank them. We thank all you guys for watching. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, do me a favor, hit the like button on the show, hit the subscribe button on the channel. That helps more people know what we're doing. If you're listening on the podcast, leave a nice review. However you listen or watch, please share it on social media. Let other people know what we're doing here. We've got all nine episodes linked 
on the page for this episode so you can catch up if you're just late getting here. This is the first one you've watched. You've got eight others. Plenty of things to do in the offseason. So appreciate you guys watching, and I'll be back next week with episode number 10. Once again, this has been Hanging with Mookie Cooper.